Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Current with Kansas City. This is Thad Bell from the Kansas City Soccer Journal. I'm still getting used to that. I have with me, as usual, Daniel Sperry from the Kansas City Star. And we have a special guest today. Hopefully she'll be around a lot more. Jillian Carroll Latrinko. That's right. <laughs> I'm, we have the last name there. <laughs> I'm never good with names, so I always have to be cautious. No, it's perfect. Well said. In case anybody hasn't noticed, Jillian is... Back in Kansas City, uh, doing stuff with the current uh, on the on the broadcast team, color, play by play, a little bit of everything. Yeah, so I'm I'm mostly color analyst, and then my guy Dave Borchert sticks to the play by play on the radio, which you guys can catch our stream if you go on the KC Current app. Um, so check that out. But then on the we do have some televised games as well, and I will be both analyst and host. We've got a heck of a team this year. Um, as far as some local broadcast talent and some national talent as well. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you back here in Kansas City and, and seeing you on a regular basis. Thank you. It's very, very good to be home. And it's crazy to see the growth, not only in the game, but the city. Uh, yeah, could I could not be happier to be home. We're very thankful that you've joined our podcast too tonight <laughs> because we keep, you know, we're two white males in a space that is dominated by white males and we need less of us so uh thank you for joining us <laughs> for real um and uh helping us talk about the uh, the wonderful team that we've got here in kc yeah no i appreciate that and also i on a on a personal level um certainly appreciate that but also appreciate all the work that both of you do and have done for years um it's it's as important as well but what you're doing now by bringing in a female voice and allowing it, allowing myself to have um, a platform is great as well. So thank you. Not only important to have a female voice, but also important to have a female voice that actually knows what she's talking about. So <laughs> a very smart one. <laughs> I mean, I'm a product of, of the game that, that um, you know, right here in KC. So I feel very blessed to be able to talk about it. That's for sure. Yeah. I've, I don't know how long it's been since I've known you, but it's, it's been totally revolved around soccer. So yeah. I remember the first time I met you, Thad, I walked into the soccer dome covering the Kansas City Comets. At the time, I think they were still Missouri Comets. Um, yeah. Walked in there and you you were right there. And you haven't stopped talking since, Thad. You've just continued. I'm, just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but it, so I think that goes back to like 2015, I want to say somewhere uh, yeah i don't know it's it's been a while but i just remember I, I do remember that first time we met and i was like okay who's this person why yeah. is she asking me all these questions about the comments <laughs> yeah it's funny because at that time i even though you know growing up here and you know loving the game etc working for sporting well i hadn't worked for sporting just yet but huge wizards fan all the things i really didn't know much about the comments so the reason why I gravitated toward the organization was really, to be very honest, was because they were also owners of the women's team that was in the city at the time, obviously. So, um, so yeah, so I had a lot of learning to do about that organization. And like I said, you were right there with all the info for me. <laughs> Hopefully I was nice and polite and gave you reasonably good answers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, we will 
talk more about you, but the show is about the current and uh, so far 0-2 and, and looking to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what what have you seen from the last, well, the first two games that maybe they could be doing better? Yeah, it's tough right now. Uh, any team out of the gate, we all know that they're going to be trying to form their identity and the evolution has to start from game number one. You add to that not having your full personnel from the first kick, that's that's difficult, right? So um, two games in, uh, navigating typical stressors of new season, uh, that's one thing. But then adding in the layer of the injuries, it's been tough, right? I will say there have been flashes in both match matches, excuse me, where I've gotten really excited about the potential of this crew. Um, I would say in the North Carolina game, some positive that stuck, stuck out to me. Um, really cool to see the heat up top <laughs> with the three that got the start that game. Of course, Michelle Cooper probably leading that pack. But I was super impressed after match one um, with Gabby in the back. I was really pleased to see her composure, her character come through. Um you know, they went right at her right away with Caroline. There was no question about it. They went right at her. And I think she was a little stunned initially, but she answered back, in my opinion. I thought she did a good job. And then, of course, looking at the Portland match, I mean, that's a tough matchup. Uh, but I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Second half, was it maybe minutes 50 to 70, I would say? Yep. We own, you know, Kansas City Current owned that 20-minute stretch and looked very good. Uh, there's a little bit of spunk, a little bit of fire, obviously throwing in Dabinia. It was fun. Um, so I think, you know, yeah, dropping two matches is not how you want to start the season, but certainly positives coming out of each of the matches. Daniel, anything you want to add to that? No, I was just going to, I mean, I agree with her. That 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 20 minute stretch against Portland was um, <clears throat> a little bit of getting back to what they were really good at last year which was turning over teams in the middle third and catching them in the counter. Um, and it, it was the press at the opportune times when they were out of, when, you know, Portland was maybe throwing a few numbers forward and uh, they, they found those transitional moments and were able to play those one twos. And like she said, you know, they, they got a goal that they arguably should have scored two uh, in that time that, you know, there's a couple at the back door um, that did not get finished. And I think those are finishes that you expect to be made at some point. Um, but you know, I, it, it's good to see that they got those looks It good. It's good to see that they were generating those chances against, um, you know, still, I, I know the current roster is, looks really great on paper. We haven't quite seen it yet on the field, but like the, the thorns roster is the best in the league and what I've seen on the field. And so for them to go at that defense and dominate that 20 minute stretch, like they had, um, was really good. Um, but I also think too later in that match you saw the experience of the portland team just kind of uh hit the brakes on everything they managed possession for about 10 minutes there after that 70 minute mark i the current but could barely get a touch on the ball and they put that game to bed and that's what experienced champions do um and so i am looking forward to seeing you know i think you're right we saw 10 maybe 5 10 minutes of like glimpses that we really liked in that North Carolina game that we said that's good and same thing you know a little bit more so in this I think now you're looking can you put together you know a a, a, lo- a much longer stretch of that okay that's kind of what I expect out of that team um, in, in this upcoming match this weekend 
Yeah. And just piggybacking off of that, I find it so interesting. Coach Potter is not shy about still addressing these athletes as people first. And as I think you guys both have heard multiple times, you know, we'll be asking how is Cooper settling in? How is Mimi Larson settling in or, or on the field? And he, his first, without hesitation, his first answer always is geared toward, well, as a person, she's got to get settled. She's away from home, you know, maybe across the country, you know, uh, as a person, she's got to feel settled first before she can find her way. And I appreciate that. And I've, I've covered coaches that bring that up every now and again, or it, it, it kind of gets presented and they can jump on it, but he's very consistent with that. And I'm sure you guys have noticed it too. Um, I, I appreciate that as far as being a former athlete and a coach that is important. Um, and I also just appreciate that. And I know that this is his Potter isms, but like day one on the journey, right? Like all the things that he always says, but, uh, but I do appreciate him addressing like the, their people, they have to get life good and whole before they can contribute on the field. And I do think we're seeing more and more of it. Um, you know, there's some major uh, potential for the players, the new faces that we see. Um, and I just think every match we're going to see more of it, you know? Yeah. I, I think maybe, sorry to interrupt that, but last year we kind of saw the same thing with Claire Lavoger too, where mm. they slowly brought her in 30, 60, 90. It was the game where she was given, I think like a whole half actually, um, against, uh, North Carolina, where she, she, she made that wonder goal from midfield and you were like, Oh wow. Okay. Um, but it took her, I mean, she was in training for a few weeks. She was trying to maybe get fit a little bit off of, you know, not being kind of being in preseason mode with her team in France, but, um, <clears throat> at the same time, like that, that, that deal took a while to get done and get her over here. And there was a very clear care about the person, but once she was started to get integrated on the field, it was pretty quick. It was about a game or two before she was like, Oh, okay. We've got a very, very good player here. And so I I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing that, you know, with uh, a player like Mimi Larson, who we talked to today, um, uh, because I think she's got a ton of quality and that's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what types of leaps she takes in her game over the coming weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said a lot of what I was about to say, Daniel, which is what mm -hmm. you always do. Uh, no, I, I appreciate it. But before, I, I know we only have Jillian for a little bit tonight because of some time constraints. Uh, before you go, we, we got some bad news today. We, we kind of, I was kind of worried about it before this, but uh, Alex Loetta is uh, out. Yeah. We don't know for how long. Uh, Potter said uh, at least a couple of weeks basically. Mm -hmm. And we don't know exactly what the issue is, but it was an issue that apparently they chose to take care of now instead of letting it rest or, or letting it wait and then maybe playing on it and getting worse. So uh, we don't know exactly what it is. We're still trying to find out. That's difficult, but that's a big blow because they, they, they don't have a, you know, Alex was filling in for Des and things like that. So how do they address that going forward? Do you think this week or the next couple of weeks? Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, n always bad news. It's always tough to hear that. Uh, you know, but you said add it to the, the list of, uh, injuries the team is facing right now. It's tough. I've, I, I'm very excited. I don't think this is necessarily the answer, so to speak, but I think they've got a heck of a player in Ryland Childers. 
And why I say I don't think she's necessarily the answer just yet, because I think she's very young still. Um, I do think that she's getting great exposure at training um, and that she could potentially plug herself into that hole. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be one of those things where there's just going to be shifting around. And I think thus far, the team has already had to do some of that. So I think everyone is going to be up for it. Um, I don't think it's time to freak out or anything like that. I think, you know, you drop the first two matches, you learn from them, you move forward. Hopefully we'll see some of the other injured players come back um, in the next few matches. I'm hopeful. Uh, but yeah, no, it's tough. It's got to be tough on her too. Um, as far as what made them make the decision now to go ahead and address it. Um, maybe it was getting worse. You, you just never know. Um, but yeah, it's going to be tough for them, but you know, they, they are facing a team who also is down a huge piece in obviously Chicago Red Star losing Mal Swanson. Yep. So what is just so tough too, but, but yeah, I think it's going to be next man up. I think it's going to be, we're versatile, um, that type of mentality. And, um, again, maybe this is an opportunity for some youth to step on the field, get some more minutes, maybe move some people around. Yeah. I, I, as Daniel knows, I've talked up Ryland, uh, pre-drafted yeah. during the draft quite a bit just because having seen her play, but yeah. I'm not sure if she's quite ready to step into that role just I yet, know. but, uh, I think she could be that, that solution in the future just maybe not just yet uh i know like i think char has kind of filled in that role some uh we don't I know like about what Vanessa. I saw, I'll just say i liked what i saw from char in training today a lot and i think we've she talked about a bigger role earlier in the year and i i liked what i saw in the match against portland i thought she handled that for her first big minutes um as a pro really and for a player who's used to being on the field all the time when she was at Oregon, um, I, you know, I, I'm curious to see what happens when she's in a role where she has a little bit more control over the midfield because of what we saw in training today and what we've been hearing about how she's been doing in the preseason and some of that stuff kind of makes me intrigued to see uh, how much of an answer she's going to be because I feel like she's got to be the first name up uh, in in that discussion at least. <clears throat> She, I thought she looked very strong in that patch against the mm -hmm. thorns. I thought she was a critical piece to that actually through the middle um, looked really smooth. And I think it was everyone pretty much on the field just started really just owning every 50, 50 ball coming back for more. Um, but she was pretty critical in, in that span that we talked about earlier. I think she, mm -hmm. um, I think she should be the answer. I think she could be the answer, excuse me. Um, and if so, if she played like she did against the thorns, she'd rise to the occasion, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, was to say, I just feel like she, ha she has makes calm and calming decisions when she has the ball. Mm -hmm. It calms, it calms out some moments that can be really hectic and she, she just knows what to do, whether it's the pass, the dribble, the turn, those are the kind of things that I'm like, I'd like, I like to see out of that defensive midfield spot. Yeah. She's got a good little finesse about her. You know, the, the touches are nice. Uh, it's never a frantic pass. Um, I agree with you on that. She's calming. I think that's a good word for her, actually. Which is a lot what the current have needed uh, last year and this year is they needed a they needed a more calming influence than not to be so frenetic because they tended to lose the ball when they were more frenetic. Mm -hmm. I like that word today. Um, <laughs> it's a good one too. <laughs> but I I've been a fan of Shar since last year when she seemed to always be kind of an impact coming off the bench. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and she may not have always got the assist, but she was almost always involved in the play leading up to a, a goal that was needed for the team to make their comeback or, or tie it up or take the lead. So I've, I've been a very appreciative of her game since last year. And I do want to see how she has evolved more this year and her second year. So I, I do think we'll see a lot more of her and hopefully she does well. All right. I, I'm not trying to kick you out, Jillian, but I'm just trying to be no, very I, respectful of your time. I so appreciate it. I have a 4 a.m. wake up call, so I am going to duck out. <laughs> so this is for one of your other jobs, right? Yes. So catch us on KCTV 5, 9 a.m. hour. But of course, that means you have to get there way too early. Um, <laughs> yeah, my friend Bill and I and Grace, uh, Bill Hurlbrink and Grace Chapin, we do a lot of lifestyle focused content there. We talk about the current just about every day, every other day, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do appreciate uh, popping on tonight, though, guys. Thank you for having me. And we hope to have you on as regularly as you have time to do, because I know you have this gig. You still coach. You are still a very, very active person in the soccer community, besides everything we've already talked about. So It's exciting, man. I want to stay a part of it as long as they'll let me. So I'm around. But, <laughs> but no, I'm going to hop off. I do appreciate it. And uh Looking forward to the match. It should be a good one. All right. We'll see you. Well, I guess we'll see you next week, but. Yes. 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 All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Well, it's fun having Julian on. It is. It's nice to have someone that I feel like, okay, I, this is no disrespect to you, Thad, but someone that I feel like I got to, I got to jump off because we have a third person and I can not rant as much <laughs> because they have yeah. to get their thoughts in too. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> no, it was good to have her on and, and again, having have a, a female voice, but uh, a voice that knows and respects soccer. And uh, we've had some others on and we love all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I hope to have Jillian on regularly if not every week so yeah me too all right anything else from today that you wanted to chat about um let's see we did uh, just kind of a a little general from training Davinia was very active training hard looked good uh vanessa was training hard looked good probably not 90 minute fit so Mm -hmm. i would i know you you told me earlier you didn't think she would start i don't know if Maybe she would start not finish. Uh yeah, I I I don't know if she'll start. It doesn't see I mean we're talking about a player that hasn't played a preseason minute. Um, it just seems like even with Dabinia, their first action, she got 30 minutes, uh, and most of it was just chasing the ball around. Um, so I'm you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dabinia starts this weekend. Um just because of where she was at beforehand. Um, we're talking about now like almost three weeks back in full training uh and already 30 minutes under her belt um so i i expect her to probably start in this match um i'd be shocked if she didn't to be honest um which probably helps alleviate some of the questions about the midfield but di bernardo i'd like to see for i mean this is her hometown Vanessa di bernardo like has barely left like the state of illinois in her like life um she went to university of illinois i don't mean that in a bad way but she lived in naperville she went to university of illinois and then in champaign and then moved back to chicago to play for the red stars for the entirety of her career since she started as a pro so i think those are 
like it, it would be great to see her get a shot to come back on her home field and get uh you know the reception that she deserves from the Red Stars fans um that will hopefully be in attendance <laughs> at this game in Bridgeview um but uh you know I think it's it, I does she get 30 minutes maybe I could see that it would be good to see her come on uh, and get her first time actually in Chicago. That would be a nice little mm-hmm. storybook tale for us to to weave next week. Um, I do hope that she gets that time. Hope uh, Hopefully she comes back to what she was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, uh, not really knowing what her true injury is. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Mallory Weber, too, also has looked increasingly yep. good um as and potter touched on her being really close to getting back into the mix for minutes again um so i i, I don't i don't think this week for her but i mean in the next two week two three weeks maybe wouldn't surprise me yeah i'm actually a little bit surprised that it, it, it's always hard to read exactly what mr potter coach potter is saying or, mm-hmm. or meaning to say but i do kind of i kind of got that feeling like yeah it wouldn't be this week but She's looked so good in training. I wouldn't be adverse to seeing her come off the bench for a little time. Yeah, you know, I think. Back, but. And I think too. You know, I don't like you said. We don't know what Di Bernardo's injury was. Um, it can't have been terribly serious, given the fact that she finished out the year with Chicago healthy, um, and then just kind of missed the start of this year. And you know, Desi finished out the year with the current and had a major surgery of it seems like relatively major surgery and probably won't be back for at least another month if not two so i think it's one of those where like i vanessa's injury doesn't sound like it was terribly serious which is good but i think mallory is in a different place coming off that uh acl uh the full acl tear that she sustained in Portland and I think it it's one of those that you still really have to be cautious with given the fact that she's only been in full training for you know maybe three by the end of this week it'll be three weeks so yeah the uh let's see other injuries uh Morgan Gatro still still haven't seen her doing anything uh Desi we've seen her walk out a little bit mm-hmm. uh yeah E-ball, we've seen her come out yeah, we to saw her training walking out and working out and walking out. Um, she waved at me from the training room today. That was kind of funny. I was waved back <laughs> um, as we were trying to figure out who Alex Loera, what Loretta was. Um, and, uh, and then uh, what was who else? Uh, Hammy. I didn't see Hammy at all today. Uh, e- Elizabeth was the only one who came out of the like training room though to the field at any point today and sometimes at least two or three of them by the time they finish their workouts come out um did not see hannah hannah glass on the field in any capacity today but she who knows where they're at within like the week of progression because she's been doing stuff that was similar similar to what mallory was doing uh like you know for the last couple of weeks outside anyways with doing ball work and stuff like that so yeah it's uh I was going to mention that we've seen her running and doing some ball work, not as much as Mal has in the last month. Mm-hmm. I would say she was probably that a month behind. Yeah, but that would uh that would be some interesting outside backs though, wouldn't it? Yeah, they got a lot of them. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Chicago right. this weekend. I'm gonna be there. Enjoy Bridgeview. I mean, I'll be enjoying. Uh, I will enjoy covering the game. I will not enjoy physically having to be in Bridgeview, <laughs> Illinois. As someone who went to college out there, Bridgeview's not great. Um, but I I do look forward to getting back to the area. Excited to hit up Portillo's. Excited to. Um, I don't know if I will do. I'm not a big Chicago pizza guy, but Portillo's, Chicago hot dog, some Italian beef. That sounds sounds pretty good to me. And I guess maybe hopefully for the current for their sake, a, a current W. That would be good. Uh, uh, even a draw would be at least a, a progress at this point. A a win for soccer in Kansas City would be massive, regardless of one of the freaking teams. One of these teams. SKC too, man. <laughs> SKC two has not. Oh, I was gonna say they have not lost yet. No, they they did, but they're one one and one. Right, they got an actual win last weekend. They did. All right, but yeah. The uh, How Chicago. Would you What's that? Sorry. Well, okay, go ahead. You you're the host. You you answer the questions. I'll stop talking. Uh, it wasn't a question as much as just <laughs> to say Chicago. We we already touched on it. Lost Mallory Swanson. Yeah. Uh, very very bummed for her. Always happy that the current don't have to face her, but at the same time, very bummed for her, for Chicago, and for the national team. And uh, she's yeah. played so well the last year with yeah. her, with her with so uh, Sophia Smith coming back healthy. I know Vlaco was pretty much uh, building a uh, the the offense based off of those two playing wing and mm-hmm. trying to destroy people, and that's went to heck. Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's hard too for Chicago because I they don't have a ton of attacking talent outside of her. Um, she was the attacking force for them, and she's a, she's a player who can carry your attacking force for the entirety of the season. But um, you know, I think it presents a really big question for that team of how dangerous and how unpredictable that they can actually be. And I, I don't know that they can be uh, enough to, um, especially this week. Um, I'm curious to see what it would be like. Cause I, I don't, this is a, this is a very, it is sad for Mal Swanson, but it's a prime opportunity for the current to go get a result on, on the weekend. Um, yep. And I think it fell nicely into, to their laps. So they need to go do something with it. And you got to think that uh, Gabrielle Robinson is a little bit happy. Not happy. Yeah. Not happy, I should say, but no, mildly relieved. Well, relieved. Relieved. Relieved is probably a big word. She went, they did with Caroline, Sophia Smith, and Mal Pugh uh, in her first three professional games. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, Mal Swanson, you, sorry. Uh, you couldn't script that to... worse for a, a, a poor yes. center back there. Yes. Uh, Goodness. But yeah, so again, I didn't want to put like, you know, saying that she was thinking bad things there because I don't know her well enough to actually know that, but I don't think so. So anyway, it's going to be an opportunity, like you said, and not having to face that talent. Yeah. Probably game plan it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else we should cover? Are you lighting up? How would you line up with this current, with this current current? Uh, I 
with knowing the amount of center backs that are available. Yeah. I mean, Gabriel Robinson and Weinbrenner, two center backs. Not thinking of anybody else, really. You got Mace Delfaba as true outside backs, but I don't really love either one of them as true outside backs. I prefer them as wing backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can obviously slide Izzy in there. Midfield. Shar, low. Dabinia, Front, Spanstra, Mimi, and Michelle. Did I, I miss anybody? C- where's CC go? Off the bench to score three goals. <laughs> oh. I don't like CC in the midfield, man. So I, she needs to be a forward. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I'd be curious to see this if if they are interested in doing it. Um, so I th- I I think I would actually go. Personally, I'd love to go for them to just go back to the back three, um, but I know that's not possible. Uh, oh, it's, I would say it's not possible, but I don't see them putting all of their center backs out there uh, all at once. Um, so maybe Jenna and Gabri- Gabrielle again. Um, I could see... Yeah, they'd have to probably go Haley at left back and uh, Kate at right. Um, and then in the middle, you would probably do Low, Shar, and Dabinia. The attack, though, that's probably where I would actually go. I'd probably go Mimi on the left, um, Michelle at striker, and kind of doing a uh, maybe even kind of dropping in deep to help a little bit, um, like she was, and they were getting a lot of joy in her doing that. Um, it, you could do Mimi on the left, or you could do Michelle on the left. Go Michelle left, Mimi nine, and then CC on the right. Um, you could do, and that that could either be a four two three one, four three three, however you want to do it. Um, the other oper- the other thought I had was uh, to put Izzy at left back actually for the sake of service, since you lost set piece service um, with losing Luetta. Uh, Izzy's got fantastic service and off the left foot, which is tricky for goalkeepers to read sometimes. Um, the opposite spin. So maybe is he at left back and maybe actually push Haley Mace higher up the field like they would in a late game situation um, and just start with that and just have Haley Mace, Mimi Larson and Michelle Cooper and Dabinia running hard at Chicago's back line um, and saying, figure out how to attack us because we're just going to be all over you. Um, that'd be something I'd be interested in seeing too. Um, I think my preferred formation with this team right now still would be a back three, but uh, I think Potter's going to try and stick to his back four thing. And the center back issue is uh, a um, a depth issue that you probably just don't want to keep exposing more and more. Uh, they have had a trialist, a center back trialist out there. Yep. Um, the last couple of weeks, we have not learned a name. I don't know if she will be signed or not, um, but uh Somewhat held her own in training. Yeah, it looked pretty decent. I mean, not what I would consider probably a starter, but who knows? Yeah. And we don't always 
we don't always see players on their best days. We oh. sometimes see them on their worst days. So mm-hmm. we got to always take that into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually started to go down the the Haley Mace as a, as a winger earlier when I was talking, but I knew you'd mentioned that today. So I, I was going to let you do that one. Oh, thank you, Thad. I know it was very special, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, we talked to Mimi today, and I, I would actually like to see her at the center forward spot. Um, yeah. I know it's going to be like, do you play Michelle there? Do you play Mimi there? I would like to see Mimi there and let Michelle be a winger for a little bit too. Yeah. I think that that at time where actually Michelle found the most joy, I think in the last game was when she did pop up in the wide areas and was able to drive at players and she played the those perfect passes. The the one left hand side, she gets in, gets in behind. Becky has to take her down, or someone else took her down because she burned Becky Sauerbrunn. And then the, the time for that, she got all the way in and played the square ball that nobody finished. And another time on just before Kaiser's headed goal, she was out on the right hand side of the of the buildup and like put in this perfect little teasing lob to the back post that I just don't think Cece got there in time to put the right header on it and headed it wide but those were moments she has found her best moments in wide spaces and i think for a young player that's still trying to learn her way in the league it might be a good place um to put her out despite the fact that she could play centrally um and probably in the future will be a little bit more central in how she plays i was while you're talking i was trying to think of how i could do a 442 or a 352 with uh, Mimi and Michelle basically the the dual nines Mm-hmm. that would be so tough. Just, it would be tough because you're dropping Kaiser to the bench and then you're relegating another person out of the midfield most likely unless you do the three five two right um, but then you're risking center back depth thank goodness this is not my decision to make and there's someone else who gets paid to make that decision and probably will make it better than I would so well it depends on where he's at on his journey <laughs> Oh boy. All right. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Tune in. Uh, this has been Thad Bell from Kansas City Soccer Journal at the back post on Twitter. Daniel Sperry, what's your Twitter? At Sperry Daniel 94. Okay. Yeah. Just, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't Kansas remember City Twitter so- handles. I don't care. That's okay. I, I, I barely remember mine. I don't know. I can't change it until Alon takes my blue check away. So we'll see what happens. You can take it away. I could, but then I. He hasn't taken it away yet. So. All right. Again, thanks everybody for listening, and we are out.